you know. Hey, um, Yasin Bey said that he recorded the first verse for the new Black Star record. What does that even mean? <laughs> I'm just, what the fuck does that even mean? I don't know, man. He's a grown man bragging about writing a verse. <sighs> if he don't sit his ass down somewhere. I don't know, man. I think it's I think it's hilarious. This motherfucker need to stop. I think it's funny. You so know, the yeah. fuck what? Yeah. Yasin. Yeah. That Jericho Jackson album is pretty good. I don't even know who that is. Crisis and uh, Elzai. Okay, yeah, I haven't heard that. It's a pretty good record, man. Elzai can rap. Yeah, he's a. We've yeah. established that. Right, he can rap his butt off, and Crisis got some beats. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. So that that should work. Yeah, Elzai's <laughs> output is just very low. Yeah, as an artist, but when he raps, he yeah. raps extremely well. Yes, I think we all can agree that he's a rapping motherfucker. Yeah, you know, he just drops a record every five years. Yeah, max. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 yeah, right, man. The podcast, man. Yeah, super duty, super duty, tough work. Back at you, back here doing God's work. <laughs> right, the Lord's work. The Lord, the Lord's. You know what I'm saying? Lord, doing the Lord's work. <laughs> you know, teaching the truth to the young black youth. Right, right, right. Word to the woo. And uh, you know, this week we having a conversation, a very real conversation. <laughs> You see, a lot of these laughing because he knows this shit is so fucking real. This is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Have a friend that can laugh with you when these things happen. Uh, that shit is very key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> so you don't hurt somebody. Right, right, right. You don't put a hole in the wall. Yeah, man. So this this week we talking about you know knowing when to let go of certain projects, man. Yeah. And uh, I'm dealing with a couple projects that um, are at a crossroads. Yes. Or maybe they're past the crossroads. But along the way, I made decisions that kind of pushed things in this direction because I was kind of unable to go further on them. But certain things have happened as well that I didn't decide. And so we're going to talk about, like, what goes into deciding when to, to, to you know, let a project go. Let it go. Because sometimes you got to let a project go. And sometimes you can actually get further by letting go than by holding on. Right. And so we're going to talk about that this episode, and uh, we hope this inspires you. I feel like people have actually asked us about this before, yeah. and I just never got to it. Yeah. Maybe because I, real life wasn't hitting me with no shit. <laughs> right, you ain't Get getting up. smacked upside the head with real life. Yeah, yeah, I got a boot on my neck now. <laughs> now I got to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be right back. Yeah. We got you stuck off the realness, the most infamous, you heard of us, official podcast murderers, the show comes equipped with few points to share, grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow, so go ahead and download, every single week with a brand new episode, you're not alone in this world cousin, so we share information and honest discussion, and keep repping the culture, like we supposed to, they spread gossip but they never come close to, I can hear it inside their tone, they talk about the industry but never left their home you get laced up with bullet points and such plus empowering topics that they never would touch you can put your whole network against the team but super duty tough works the mvp most valuable podcast on mp3 priceless info but all of it's free so take these words home and think them through super duty tough work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. Okay, Hi. we're back. Back in the building. The most infamous podcast on planet Earth. Earth. Having meaningful discussions right important right about you know, real life yes meant to help you mm-hmm. and inspire you right by showing you not to do what we did this is so true um and that's the real thing so you don't have to learn from experience you can learn from our example and whatnot so yeah this week we're talking about knowing when to let go now i got two situations <laughs> i'm gonna break down for everybody and these situations are projects that i'm letting go of Mm -hmm. but i have to describe why i took them on and then we're going to talk about what changed and how i kind of got to 
letting them go mm-hmm. and we'll and i'll let you jump in with questions as we go <laughs> <laughs> or just laughter right because i know what it's about to be right and uh, so, so the first project that i am going to talk about in this episode is actually what was going to be my second film mm-hmm. people don't know about this project right. this was a project that was going to be called family matters it was a, a documentary film that i did I started on actually a little right around the time I started on the King No Crown thing. Around, yeah, the, same around time. the same time. And um I was actually further ahead with this project than I was with the King No Crown project. But there were some moments where this thing kind of stood still and I was like, I gotta do something. So I kind of went back to the King No Crown project. So this film is kind of it's not a hip hop movie. It was like a like I don't know, social commentary kind of. It was the observation of the the state of the the family, black family, and how that uh, the the breakdown of the black family mirrors the breakdown of the black community mm-hmm. in many situations. So it's a project I wanted to do because it was the right, right. You know what I'm saying? It's right. the right thing to do. Right. Thing. Now the reason it was also the right thing to do because I was working with my partner on this, my friend of mine, and he was he's heavily involved in the community, mm-hmm. and so. Knowing what I know about film and camera and knowing what he knows about the community is a natural fit. So, but the thing is, because I was, by that point, you know, I was already working on other things. I'm like, okay, well, this will be a project we do for us. Right. We're going to do this because you have this passion. I had this passion. We want to tell the story. We're not going to talk to anybody about this. We're not going to get any, you know what I'm saying? We're just going to do this just to have our thing you know what i'm saying right. it's like doing a record and not caring when it comes out right you do it with your guy because that's your guy you always do music with you know right. what i'm saying it's no different than how we make albums right we're just like let's just make some dope shit okay right. cool cool <laughs> so you do the dope shit so the turning point in this project well there were various turning points the first turning point was that before I got working on this project, there was another project that I was step to about working on, which was brought to me by this girl. And it was like a, I'd say similarly not a hip hop project, mm-hmm. but she was like, yo, I got X amount of money for you. I'm gonna get blah, blah, blah. This chick, she was like, look, I got the money. I'm gonna cash out my 401k. I'm gonna go get grant money. I'm real plugged into that scene. We got giving what you do and, and blah, blah, blah. We can we can get you some some bag for this. I'm like, all right, cool. Now, that situation was the first first thing I was working on before King No Crown, before yeah. Family Man. That was the first one. I was like, okay, I'm ready to make a fucking movie. Let's do it. It's I had it all mapped out. I did like the treatment for it. I wrote up everything for it. I basically wrote out this whole movie how it was gonna go. Mm-hmm. Um, and. She was like, okay, well, I'm going to, we went out and we went shooting one day and she's like, okay. But the thing is, the more you study this shit, the more you're like, you know what? I need to have a contract with a motherfucker that at least says that they plan on doing this because otherwise I could be going down this road and get jerked. Yes. So with all this work. Yeah. All this work. And then, you you know, you don't have a contract with somebody. And so me and her got to the point where it's like, look, I've, I've shot a bunch of shit already. You know, we're ready to, to start shooting for real. Let's do a contract that basically says the agreement. She's like, cool, I'm going to get my homie who's a lawyer. He'll write it all up. We can sit down with it, you know, next week, blah, 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 blah. Let's shoot Saturday and then we'll sit down Monday, sign a contract and I'll write you a check for X amount of dollars. Mm -hmm. Cool. Sounds like, sounds easy. See, this is what I, this is what I was doing in 2016, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? 2015 uh, when I wasn't dropping you know so i was trying to get heavily involved and i was like cool this will work because i just wanted enough to be able to justify sitting at home for six seven months right doing nothing else i just needed to make enough that was it i don't even need that much mm-hmm. but um long story short when the time came to do the contract to make the deposit all of this other shit she started flaking yeah she had she had plans she had other stuff to do <laughs> Found all kind of things to do. <laughs> Clearly, she went and bought a new car mm. with cash. Uh, she went and did a lot of shit, man. Yeah. Basically, the 401k that she cashed out was gone. Wow. Completely gone. And so I didn't find this out till a little bit later, but I could definitely tell it was gone because mm. she quit her job and she took a job somewhere else that was like really not dope. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, how you go from making six figures doing this thing to working in a kitchen? Mm. You know what I'm saying? And um, so that situation was kind of not ideal. 
Right. So, but but for me, I was like, look, you know, I've already set down these these months saying that I was going to be working on this project with you. Mm-hmm. I hadn't planned on touring, I hadn't taken no shit, nothing. So I was kind of pissed off about that. You know what I'm saying? And, oh, yeah. and she and I are cool now, but obviously that kind of gave me a sour taste in my mouth about, okay, not only did she not pay me what she said, but she didn't need, she was unable to get the security secure funding from anywhere else. Right. So I'm like, all right, cool. I, I dismissed that as just an isolated incident. Move forward. Right. Family matters thing. Okay, so, so now in his family matters things, okay, yeah, cool. Me and him were working on this project. I'm like, we're just going to do it for us. We don't need anything. So then I find out, tells me, oh, yeah, we got to make a trailer for this movie. I'm like, why do we have to make a trailer for this movie? And they're like, oh, well, because I took it to, you know, United Way and they're going to give us some money for it. So they want to have their branding on it, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, whatever, cool. As mm-hmm. long as when it's time, I, I get compensated or I know what the deal is, cool. Mm-hmm. Long story short, months, 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 months go by. It goes from make the trailer to, you know what I'm saying, uh, to just show us some scenes. I'm showing scenes. I'm cutting eight, nine scenes from this movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, but I'm really not seeing any bread. Yeah. But I feel almost like, yo, I'm not even being involved in the conversations about bread. Right. Those are conversations that I'm not even privy to. That's a that's a red flag. Yeah. So so I'm I'm feeling kind of discouraged about this project. Like maybe I should just leave this shit alone. Now, meanwhile, I, so I say fuck it. I start finishing my own movie. All right. I've been through two situations with other people. Now I'm gonna focus on me, and that's when I finished my Kingdom <clears throat> Crown movie, put it out, released it, toured, happy with it. All right. So by the time I get done doing it, and I tell them like, look, I'm going this direction because this is the shit that makes sense for me when we can have conversations about that other thing when I get done. Cool. So let's fast forward to last last fall, November. I'm pretty much like, okay, well, I finished doing the film tour and I realized how much work it is to put out a movie. Right. What I did not know (laughs) at the beginning. I didn't know what went into marketing a movie, promoting a movie, Mm -hmm. you know, getting it distributed, physical good all of the shit and you're running around and you're actually doing more than the average filmmaker by touring it from right. city to city this is a lot of work and i felt like by the end of it that i had been promoting the movie for six months when it was just starting to catch on right i could have probably done another six months and it would have caught on even more but i didn't set that i wasn't flexible like that i knew that i wanted to be done by that point right so i could get back to music and so i'm having this conversation with them like look you know i want um, I want I can't do this because I'll end up broke right. you know what I'm saying like if I end up taking another year to work on your movie having not seen really almost no money from this shit then I'm gonna fucking not be able to pay my rent Yeah, that's kind of a red flag you know what I'm saying that's, yeah. that's, the, that's the danger zone for me so um, crossroads at the crossroads what do you do then it's troubled me for months. Like, what do I do? Do I let this project go? Do I trip? Whatever. Or do I just tough it out and finish it? Now, did they ever say like, well, this is what we can do for you. I, if you, you know, commit to doing I asked X, them, Y, and Z. I asked them specifically for that. Mm-hmm. I said, look, if you guys have a plan for a specific amount that you want to do, that you think, or what you think is at the end of this, mm-hmm. you should let me know so that I can make an informed decision. Right. I never got anything. Never got anything. That so, was November. So what can I expect then? Well, if you're asking, you're, it sounds like you're asking the right questions. I felt I was. I felt I was asking the right <laughs> questions too. Like, hey, what's at the end of this so that I'll, you can't just have me going down this road like I've been going forever. <laughs> With no destination Mapped nothing. out insight, nothing. Which was cool when it was just our side project, right? Because then it wasn't, you know, then there was no bag. Really. Yeah, there was no. Yeah, right. It was nothing. It was going to be something that we figured out how to monetize. I right. promoted. I got behind, and I I created the opportunity. But when you're getting corporations involved, right, and there's still no word, then after a sudden, I'm just like, man, I, maybe I should let this go. Mm-hmm. So basically, last fall, I was like, look, I have to start focusing on my record so I can be out next year so mm-hmm. i'm not gonna be able to do this unless you guys can say x y and z right they couldn't say it i moved on so that was november i started moving forward i get the call this weekend mm-hmm. like hey um we want you to come through because we had somebody else edit your movie 
and it's done and we think you're gonna like it but we want you to look at it so that we can get your opinion of it and your feedback i just i just can't i don't know man (laughs) i don't know man i don't know i don't know that's like i don't somebody else's hands on my art you know what i'm saying dog i i just it's very weird dog it's without my permission without my permission that's like taking just like a bunch of my songs and putting an album together without asking me. It's Tupac shit. <laughs> right. They Tupac me, man. <laughs> I got Tupac. Yeah, man, that's so weird, dog. I don't know. I couldn't. They dropping albums without me even being around. I ain't even heard this shit. Putting my voice on different beats. <laughs> I couldn't. I don't know, man. And I mean, you you're the, you're still the director, right? This is where it gets very, right. very you know what I'm fucking saying? weird. Yeah, because you're the director. Am I though? I mean, yeah, you you shot the thing. It's your shit. You directed it. They had somebody else edit. It wasn't nobody else necessarily involved in the shooting aspect. You I, set the shots up. You yeah. you know what I'm saying? So you're the director. So how are they gonna? I don't understand how this can be something that you do with a clear conscience about you know what I'm saying with somebody's art it's weird it's a weird one I've never been through this I've never been too pocked man nah I don't, I don't <laughs> nah bro so so when they so this is this is so they tell me this Sunday and they're like I said look you know I'm open to looking at it you know what I mean mm-hmm. but just give me a call next week and we'll talk about it let me know your schedule and we'll talk about this you know whatever He's like, yeah, I'm going to get you together with the cat who, who, who edited it and y'all can talk about it, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, the cat who edited it, I know his work. He's dope. Mm-hmm. But it's still my fucking thing. Yeah, right? it's still it's your like, shit. It's weird, dude. It's like, it's weird for yeah. anybody. Yeah. You know, and I don't think I'm crazy for feeling that way. Um, And so uh, then they call me Monday, like the next day, not even 24 hours later like yo come through today and we gonna get together and watch this shit and i just didn't even answer my phone man nah, i'm just man. trying to wrap my brain around this whole thing nah i don't know but th- this is <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm not feeling it man yeah yeah i'm not i'm not feeling it it's a weird situation i'm still developing it. you know because there's a lot of questions about what is my role moving forward what are they trying to expect from me Right. You know what I'm saying? Like now do you expect me to be a part of promoting that thing and and jumping back aboard in that sense? Right. I mean, it's I mean honestly in my opinion, it's all about the bag. If there is any bag to be gotten, yeah. Then you know <laughs> if there is any bag to be gotten, then <laughs> then cuz you are the, you you're the director you're basically the cameraman like yeah i did everything yes. i did audio i did camera i was a one yes. man gang on this fucking so film. like how how can they not how can they not <laughs> I, I don't understand where like there's even a question of I don't know. if <laughs> if there is if there is bag that you get you know a nice portion of bag but here's what's crazy and this is why we have to have a discussion about knowing when to let go mm-hmm Part of me felt relieved to know I didn't have to worry about this fucking project no more. I can see that. You know what I'm saying? Like when I finally told them this last year, like, look, I don't have the time to do this because if I do, it's going to if you guys can't tell me what I need to know, mm-hmm. then I have to move forward with something else. And they couldn't tell me. I kind of felt a sense of relief that I understand. Right. I still feel like just on some, you know. Yo, by the way, you know, we're still going to move forward. Um, is it cool if we have someone else edit? You know what I mean? Like that would have been and I'm sure you would have been like, oh, who you got editing? Especially if you know to do, you know, his work. Oh, OK, cool. Work. Yeah. Boom. That's a whole different thing than, oh, by the way, we had somebody else edit <laughs> and we need you to come check it out. <laughs> That's a whole other conversation. Done. <laughs> right. That's, hey, a, that's a different conversation. It's all done. <laughs> that's a different conversation. Without you. Right. <laughs> exactly. We took your footage and we interpreted your footage without your input. 
Thanks for laying it out so clearly. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know about that. Yeah, it's tough, man. It's tough. You know, so so that's one of those things where, you know, because it's, it's hard to describe this situation mm-hmm. um, and why I chose to let it go, which is what we're going to have to talk about, you know, next right. without talking about like um, the specifics of it, mm-hmm. because I, I want really want people to know the specifics of this. So now when we get into why and the lessons that I've kind of got from this scenario. Right. I think it'll make a lot more sense. And we still have another one, but that's the first one. And uh, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. To all the listeners of the Super Duty Tough Work podcast, this is Blueprint here to let you know that we finally have our first merchandise item for the podcast. And that merchandise item is the Super Duty Tough Work hoodie. The hoodie comes in a dark heather gray hoodie with light blue print and that hoodie is for sale right now at waitlist.net if you've ever thought how can i support the podcast or how can i support these guys i've learned a lot and i want to i want to rep the squad if you want to rep the squad of those who are informed about super duty tough work go to waitlist.net and pick up your super duty tough work hoodie right now while supplies last don't sleep on this because when they're gone we might do a super duty tough shirt at some point who knows but it's taking us long enough to get the hoodie so my advice to you is to not sleep and if you want to rep the squad and also support the movement financially do that when you order on waitlist.net there will also be some items that will be discounted for those who order the hoodie so for example you might be able to get certain albums uh discounted or you might be able to get like the movie discounted so go to waitlist.net get your order on and we thank you for your support back to the program Nah, not at all. <laughs> not at all. I'm surprised you as calm as you are. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah, because I'm maybe I'm in shock. Maybe it sounds like it. Because I don't know. It's like that's just shit. It's yours. You did that. You put that work in. And now to for somebody else to reap after you didn't sold for a year. They reap after I don't know what a month maybe right right a couple months that's all I got a month yeah man I ain't feeling that I might smack a motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> I mean I'm saying dog oh no yeah man so what have I learned from this <laughs> oh no you a better man than me yeah yeah this is a lot of shit you know but there's, there's certain shit you gotta let go there's certain shit you just have to let go man and so and some of these things are gonna go into explaining why. I made the decision that I made Where? when I made it that are beyond what I've talked about so far. So one of the reasons you should let go of a project, reason number one is when you realize that you lose even when you win. Mm. This is this is referring to the fact that with this project, I could have finished it. I could have dedicated three or four more months to doing it so that they were happy and they could have done whatever it is that they wanted to do with it, but I would have been broke. I'd have been resentful for them. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't have been able to drop a record this year. Right. I wouldn't have been able to tour this year. I would have been able to say, "Hey, I'm a filmmaker." Right. I win. Right. At what cost? Right. Yeah. Which is what part of why I say there's a part of me that's relieved mm-hmm. about letting it go because now. I have an out. Right. You know what I'm saying? I was already out, but now it's like, oh, well, you already got somebody who's editing it. Right. They're going to be doing all your social media for you. Mm-hmm. They're going to be promoting it. And mm-hmm. it, it's yours now. Right. Like you basically given, you, you put me in a position, you washed my hands of it. Right. I didn't get to wash my hands of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because how can I co-sign this if I didn't? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you didn't. You didn't agree to it. You didn't sign off. Yeah, yeah. And if I do, process. then I'm giving them right that, which yeah. is why I'm like, I don't know if I want to give y'all that. Mm-hmm. Like, is that? Uh, I don't know. Damn, man. I, mm-hmm. So it's a situation where even when I win, I lose. I right. realized this mm-hmm. after you know last fall. I was like, yo, man, they just want this thing done. They don't care about the vision that I have for this thing. Right. Because when I'm doing it, I'm thinking this is something that's going to be 
able to be shown on TV. It's going to be a significant step up from my last movie, mm-hmm. and it's going to be it's going to look great. It's going to sound great. It's going to be really fucking compelling and fuck people up. They just want it done. Yeah. Right. And and I have to reconcile that. Like, okay, well, if they just want the shit done, then I was going to lose the longer I fought that. Right. Because you, you wanted more out of it. Yeah. Than just to be able to say you did something. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I've made a movie already. Right. Like, I'm not sitting here hanging my hat on being a fucking filmmaker. The next step for me is making the dopest film po- possible. Right. Being one of the best. That's, you can't do that if you're just trying to get something done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For, for a, a, a few dollars? Yeah. It's not worth it. Nah. So, so that's one thing I picked up. I learned from that. You mm-hmm. lose even if you win. Uh, second thing, you know, when there's an obvious pivot, by that I mean walk away from a project when you have an obvious pivot into something else. Right. So to me, one of the big lessons that I learned from making a Kingdom Crown movie was that, and starting on this movie, was that hip hop films in me make sense. Oh, yeah, of course. I'm a hip hop artist. Right. I rap. Right. I produce. Uh-huh. We got a hip hop podcast. <laughs> I'm a hip hop guy. Right. That's what got me here, right? Mm-hmm. So to me, I always had this question in my head of is this the right time to be making this kind of film that I don't know how to market and promote? Right. That does not rely on my hip hop uh status. Yeah. And relies on other people who have uh, almost no status right. in in the social media sphere to push this thing. Are we really going to? Um, am I going to be? Is this the right time for this? Right. Can I be successful with this, or should I pivot? You know what I'm saying? Drop step. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. And, and and come with something that's more in my lane. Yeah. That was something that I I I thought about last year when I decided that, okay, I can't push forward with this like this. Right. Um, and it's something that I've, I, I think that everyone should look at because no matter what you do, you have a strength, you have a weakness. So people are at their best and most effective when they operate in their strengths. Yeah, definitely. Hip hop is our strength. Mm-hmm. And so like we're at our best when we do that. So I'm thinking, okay, well, the obvious pivot isn't for me to take this film because to, to kill myself making this film because I said I would. Right. It's to do what's, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what makes sense for who I am and what my strengths already are. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I feel you. I mean, it's like the saying, like, you know, don't quit a job unless you got another job. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know. Or, or in the words of the, the, the most high exalted Devin the dude, uh, fucking over your for show pussy trying to get some old pussy end up with no pussy. <laughs> right. Straight up. Straight up. You know, so, I mean, and it, and it makes perfect sense for you to, I mean, since you haven't put out a record in, what, two years? Two years now. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and you're not the, the every three, four, five year guy. No. You know, like you usually drop every year yeah you know at least you know what i mean so it makes perfect sense you know for you to pivot into making a record especially a record that you pretty much had done anyway right you know what i mean like all you had to do was put the finishing touches on it get it mixed and master and shoot some videos you, know? you already know you already know so, so yeah and that's and i want people to know because i know this scenario has probably got people at home like yo that's fucked up dude i'm mad <laughs> right, right but i want to talk that's which is why i want to talk about this because like it's okay to be mad. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with me being pissed off and in shock about the, the way that this went down. Right. But I also want people to know that the way it went down is not something that I did not plan for. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Just like, in case. Yeah. Just in case. Like I already had reservations that went into me falling back and they were based on these things that I'm sharing now, like the, the signs that I saw mm-hmm. that made me think, maybe not, I sh- maybe I shouldn't do this. You know what I'm saying? So like the third thing, third lesson, you know what I'm saying, of, of knowing when to let go is like when you realize a project doesn't take you where you want to be. Yeah, straight up. Right. So now we in a previous one, we talked about your strengths. So you have your strengths, which is so to me, my strength is hip hop. My strength is rhyming production. Maybe my personality, maybe our experience in hip hop. Mm-hmm. These are our strengths. Right. You know, that film didn't use any of those. 
Mm-hmm. None of my contacts, none of that shit would have mattered for that film, right? Even if the film was great, none of that shit would have been able to. But, and so it wouldn't have necessarily taken me where I want to go. But if where I want to go is making films that involve hip hop and my strengths, then I had to be honest with myself and say, yo, this film might not take me there. All right. This film will establish me further as a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. It will not increase like my notoriety within hip hop. It will not take me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where I want to be as far as a film that is about hip hop in some kind of way. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I, I peeped and um, I felt that I should just try to double down on if I could. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> this whole thing is so crazy. It's so crazy. It's, it's just, it's wild. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what I would have done, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I think I would have quit on some like, you know, technical foul shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like got ejected. Whip, you you know? got ejected. <laughs> taking my ball, like going home. Right. You know, I can't play. I'm gonna take a ball. Yeah, ball. like I mean, I, it just because it just seemed like one of those things. Because when you're dealing with somebody's art, because I know you're passionate about filmmaking, yeah. and I know you were passionate actually about this project because yeah. of what it was about and everything that you put into it. So you know, I know I know it from that side of it too. And it's just as an artist, I couldn't imagine you know that being taken from me. But in the same respect. It's all about how it was done that makes it so fucked up. Not necessarily what was done, but how it's done. Yeah. And that's the thing that, that you know, would have made me, like, you know, flagrantly foul somebody. <laughs> you got ejected. <laughs> yeah, you got ejected on that one. <laughs> yeah, With man. Draymond Green on a motherfucker. Yeah, straight up, man. <laughs> straight up. Straight the fuck up. But, you know, I, 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 I know... See, the thing is, you have to make it to where, like we talked about at number one, like get out when you lose, even when you win. Right. You have to change it to where you win, even when you lose. Right. And so now I feel like, yeah, I didn't have to. I didn't have this project go down the way that I thought it would. Mm -hmm. But because I'm now free to put that energy into some shit that will have a bigger impact, I win. And you gonna make some money. Yeah. The bag is there. The bag has returned. <laughs> What's that over there? Is that a bag I see? Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> but I know it when I see it. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's there, bro. It's a fucking and and as we talked about, when you own and control it, yeah, you can monetize it however you fucking want to. Exactly. And so those are lessons on that that shit. Now I got another scenario too, <laughs> yeah. which is a little more happy. Yeah, this one isn't you know like fucked up. <laughs> and so the second story about letting something go is like something that I'm dealing with with a a, a rent a property that I've been fixing up. So I've had this property for about three years. This is the fourth year. Well, I didn't start messing with it until two years ago. And it's just been, it's a lot. It's a total, total rehab, mm-hmm. right? And it be, it's draining in every sense where it's like, you know, physically, monetarily. And when you go down there and you do that shit, you don't really feel like doing nothing else. Oh, yeah. Like, you're just too tired to do your art and shit like that because you've been fucking dirty as fuck all day all right. dealing with Doing manual fucking labor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it is expensive. And so this has been a scenario where for the last year, though, you know, the ideal of buying it because it was like, okay, well, when this things get finished up, I will own it free and clear. And so everything, it will be a cash cow for the rest of my life, right? right? That I can use that to pay off my house and get rid of all my other debt and just be stable, right? As a, as a good income stream. It's a smart move right. to own any rental property flat out, you know what I'm saying? Without a mortgage. And so, uh, but the last year and a half, I've been debating about selling it. Mm-hmm. So, the reason I started debating about selling it was kind of like what we've talked about so far with these these reasons. And the reason that popped in my head was, yo, you can sell this and what you make from selling it, you can pay your house off with. All right. And so that's when it started getting to my head, like is winning having this thing that looks great in the investor's eyes like, oh, you got this property down here that's cash flowing crazily. 
but you still have your mortgage. Right. You're not debt free. You have two properties to manage at this point. Um, is that really a win? Is that win any better than the win of having no debt, being in your early forties and just having yeah your house paid off, owning yeah owning it outright yeah especially given what we do for a living fucking rapping who knows this shit could be over tomorrow bro <laughs> right 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 <laughs> like motherfuckers waking tomorrow and be like you're not cool anymore bye <laughs> yeah we're really listening to this shit now y'all mm. are tired you know what i'm saying so that's a scenario that so i was on the fence about this thing for 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 months i never actually listed the property mm. my goal was i'll evaluate it this summer i'm gonna release a record tour and when i get back this summer you know i'll make a decision on it mm. you know um but in the interim fools have been calling me like other investors have been calling me about this property like yo can we look at it are you selling it or have you listed it so an investor that i know uh who owns another property on the street uh, looked at it a couple months ago and they were like how much do you want and I was like basically this is what I want so I can if I sell it I was first I was like first of all I'm not a motivated seller right like I'm not thirsty. I still got plans right yeah you know I've had I have plans for this and I think that changed the whole <laughs> dynamic because I was like look I'll show you this but understand I haven't listed this yet because I'm not necessarily sold on selling it mm-hmm. but I'll show it to you and you know and they were like what do you want I was like well I just want enough to to either pay off my house because the same amount it's gonna take me to pay to my house off is what's gonna take me to fix this up. Mm-hmm. I said, so I'm in a bind. You know what I'm saying? I could do either one. I could say, okay, I'm gonna keep the money and finish this one, or I'm gonna sell this one and pay off my house. It's kind of you know a win-win. Right. And so, uh, but as of recently, I got a real offer like a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Like I got the same call, same day I got this news about the film. Ironically, <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know that'll that'll brighten your day a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Change, change. It was like, oh wow, that's fucked up. Oh wow, this is great. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh yeah, we got approved for the money, and we're gonna try to. We just got to do a couple things here, here, here. But you know, we're ready to you know make you an offer. And we're gonna start trying to draw up some paperwork to try to take this property off your hands mm-hmm. for the price that you wanted. Mm. And so I don't know if it's going to happen because I don't count none of that shit till the ink dry. Oh, yeah, of course. But the decision to let it go was based on some of the same principles that we talked about before. Mm -hmm. And the first three was like, you know, this was a situation where we talked about, number one, you lose when you win. Mm -hmm. Now, if the goal is to just have one property that's doing great, cool then you win but you're still losing if you have a bunch of debt right you know what i'm saying because that because not having my house paid off means that the money i make down there is going towards this right so you're not really making money not Not as as much yeah yeah it's not the same right and so the goal is to win even when you lose Mm -hmm. and so in selling that i've now changed i can let it go because i know that i've moved from uh losing when i win Mm -hmm. to winning even when i lose mm-hmm. even when i let it go it's a winning scenario i'm not just letting it go for nothing right i'm not letting go for no plan i have a plan and as long as it fits into that plan as long as those conditions are met i'm happy with that yeah so that's what i want people to say. don't just walk away from a project because you're tired of it don't just walk away because you, you know it's it's hard mm-hmm. walk away because you know that you will win and you have a plan in place to win even by letting it go. Right. Number two, we talked about, there's an obvious pivot. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I can sell this and pay off my house. How more obvious can you get? It's like, well, yeah. shit. Can't be mad at that. No, it's the same amount of money. Right. It's like it down to the fucking dollar. It's pretty much exact. That's dope. What I would sell that for to here. <laughs> <That's dope. laughs> just, just, just endorse that check to to your mortgage. That's all company. I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna touch it. If it happens, I am not touching the check. I, I'm signing that shit. You're signing right over. over. Boom. I'm not gonna touch it. I'm gonna pretend that I didn't even see the fucking check. Uh, I'm gonna hit them up like, "What's that amount? Okay, cool. Draft that right now. Paid off. Let's get it done." Mm-hmm. But um, it's an obvious pivot for most people and anyone doing anything, any kind of project, you're not going to 
get rid of something that's an asset for nothing right. unless you have an obvious thing to put that into it's got to be obvious you have to have it planned out and that's this is this is a, a hip-hop podcast but it's about so much more this could oh, be yeah. an album you're working mm-hmm. on this could be an art project whatever the fuck you're working relationship on. relationship <laughs> oh yeah it gets real deep <laughs> yeah, when gets, you look at it like that yeah, yeah. anything yeah and then the, the number three thing we talked about was a project does not take you where you want to be mm-hmm. now to me i had to really take a step back and think about okay where do i want to be do do I want is having no mortgage debt uh, better or worse than having a cash flowing property with mortgage debt? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I really just want to be free. Right. Freedom is what I want. Freedom comes in many forms. But as long as uh, it takes me to freedom, then it's the right decision. Right. I figure. So that's the number three thing. You know what I'm saying? And then there's like. Shit, we got like three more of these. So we'll take a break and we'll talk about the last three. Where? Cool. Over the last several months, as the podcast has been growing, people have been asking how they can support the Super Duty Tough Work podcast. Well, here's three simple ways to support the podcast. Number one, spread the word. This is the easiest and most effective way to support the podcast. In fact, it's free and doesn't cost you a thing. So there's no reason not to do it. If you're listening to us and like what we do, please take a couple of seconds and share the podcast on your social media pages. So whether you have Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, it's highly likely that you've got some friends who share similar interests and tastes and would dig the podcast too. That helps bring more listeners to the podcast and it helps us grow. The second way you can help support Super Duty Tough Work is to comment and rate. Now, if you're on iTunes or you have an iTunes account, give your boys that five-star rating. We need that. The more five-star ratings and comments we have, the higher our show ranks and the easier it becomes for people to find it. If you're on SoundCloud, there's a heart icon next to each episode on the left side. That's the like button. Hit that like button while you're listening. Also, add a comment while you're listening and join the discussion. All feedback is welcome. The third way you can support the Super Duty Tough Work podcast, the most valuable podcast on planet earth is to support our music as you know illogic and i are artists we both put out albums illogic makes albums buy his albums i make albums and books anytime you support our music you are supporting the making of the show you can find my music books and t-shirts at weightless.net that's the word weightless.net Go there, pick up something, and know that what you spent your money on is an investment back into creative projects like Super Duty Tough Work. In fact, I have a sale going on right now where you can get all three of my books for just $25. I'll even sign the books for you if you request it in your order form. So, there you have it. That's three separate ways you can support the podcast. The first two cost you nothing. We thank you for your support already. Back to the show. Impossible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. This conversation, man. It's so yeah. real. Yeah, yeah, realness. Yeah, man. So, you know, knowing when to let go and, and letting go of projects, man. So, you know, we've been breaking it down. We got like three rules for you. And so we're going to pick this back up and do like the last two. You know, these are, are the criteria of how you should know when you need to let something go. And uh, the number four one is you're dealing with impossible people. Mm. Now, you know, <laughs> a project is only as good as the people you work with sometimes. Right. And right. sometimes people stay in work environments, relationships, work, you know, projects that they want to do. But the people are bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and because you have to work with certain people every fucking day, you know that it's not going to be what it needs to be. Hence the reason why I've never done an album with multiple producers. Yeah. It just it just makes it so much easier just to deal with one person that I already got a relationship with. It does. With. Yeah, there's a guy, uh, my guy Dave, 
no, Chris, he in that brain, uh, brain bow, uh-huh. he had this quote about being in a band. He mm-hmm. said, he said, being a band, being in a band is like having five girlfriends, but you can't fuck any of them. Mm, that is so depressing. <laughs> <laughs> I never forgot that. I said, damn, no. I'm never going to be in a band. That shit sounds miserable. <laughs> it just sounds horrible. It's like dudes are always trying to please all these fucking right. personalities, but you, there's no reward at the end of that shit. Nah, <laughs> that sounds depressing as hell. <laughs> Make you want to kill yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's just not tight. But you know, dealing with people, you when you're working on a project, you're thinking, should I keep this going? Should I not? Evaluate the people you're working with, mm-hmm. because those are the people you're going to have to justify waking up working with during the worst of times. Right. It's not just not just when it's going good. Like, what is what is the disposition of these people that I'm working with on this project that I'm having second thoughts about? Mm-hmm. Are they the kind of people who are encouraging, positive, who will fight in the trenches with me? Are they negative, unsupportive, quitters who are already not doing shit and making this thing harder for me? Yeah. If you realize that you're dealing with people who you can't navigate around, it's time to let that project go. Because even if you succeed at the project, it's going to be hard to celebrate with people that you don't even fucking like. Yeah. And in that, you got to make sure you know who you're getting in the bed with in the first place. You got to have at least a, a idea you should. of who you fucking with. You know what I'm saying? To where, because when you're dealing with shit like that, when you're dealing with a project, <clears throat> no matter what it is, whether it's a movie or album or whatever, you know, once you start working with people, they start to reveal themselves a little more. You start to see things that you might not have saw. Sounds like dating. Yeah, seriously. You might have seen, you might see things that you might not have saw when y'all was just hanging out. So you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Straight up. I mean, but that's what it is, though. Everyone changes when they get married. <laughs> Straight up. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Um, but I mean, but that's what it is, though. Like when you especially if you're working with people that you don't necessarily know. Yeah. That well, you know, you start to you just know of them or you've, you know, hung out with them a little bit. And then you start working with them on a regular basis and you hanging with them on a regular basis. And it's like, I know you did shit like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you trifling ass. <laughs> <laughs> right it's just, shit. yeah so like it's better to make sure you at least have a a strong idea of who you're getting involved with all facts yeah all fucking facts <laughs> yeah yeah or else you're gonna be miserable like, in the process yes this is like a, is this a marriage podcast it sounds about like creativity it. It i don't know what like the it. fuck just happened here it, but it's, it's true <laughs> it's, it sounds like it you know well yeah the people the people the people man yeah and then we got the last joint yeah when it's this is how you know when to let go a project when it becomes more about the ego than advancement mm-hmm. more about ego than advancement that means your ego and your pride is so high that you will fight through anything even if what's at the end of that is not even good for you destruction destruction like it doesn't elevate you it doesn't elevate your skill your art your notoriety your pockets mm-hmm. nothing you're just doing it because your ego tells you that you have to finish it because you said you would i did that i did that yeah y'all didn't do that <laughs> i'm the man <laughs> right well if you did this shit and it was so important why didn't it take you any further mm-hmm. you know and this is a this is a struggle for all artists because art is an expression of self therefore it's going to always have some ego to it it's going to all be the element of I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. This work is important because it's important to me. But you have to take a step back sometimes and say, is this really about the advancement of my career? Mm-hmm. Or is this about, you know, the validation of my already inflated ego? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and a lot of people make decisions about certain things in their lives and projects based on the fucking ego. Mm-hmm. Being validated supersedes doing something that is impactful for your career or your your life and that's what i'm dealing with in these two situations Mm -hmm. like the ego says shoot man keep that property you have more houses right the more houses you got the better off you are right but then common sense is like no bro no debt the better off you are (laughs) right you don't owe nobody shit right more houses means usually more mortgages Mm -hmm. more more debt so it's like more responsibility more responsibility right but but the ego Mm -hmm. is what kind of tricks us into seeing things the other way and i'm not saying you, you can manage it however you want but for me it's like yo 
the advancement of what of is for me is what kind of lifestyle do I want at the end of this? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, do I want to be able to come and go as I please? Mm-hmm. Do I want low debt so that I can say, oh, you know what? I'm going to go hang out in Minneapolis for a month. Right. Well, that's easy if you ain't got a goddamn mortgage. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, I'm going to stay in L.A. for a month. Or I'm going to stay in fucking Wyoming. Or I'm going to stay in f- wherever the fuck. Go to London. London. Alaska. <laughs> South Africa. Yeah. Mozambique. Whatever the fuck, <laughs> dog. Right. I can do whatever the fuck once I handle that thing. But if I don't handle that thing, there's going to be, you know, it's going to be more about my ego. So it's like, yo, let me just make sure that that shit is, is really what I say it is mm-hmm. and be about that. And, you know, the same thing with this film. The ego is like. That's my fucking film. <laughs> Give my shit. Give me my shit. I'm a, no, you can't do this shit without me, dog. Right. But then would this project have taken me where I wanted it to take me? Yeah. That's what I have to balance it out with. Would this have had the impact uh, that I really was looking for out of my second film? Mm-hmm. And would I have been able to maximize that like I will the next project that I do instead of that? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, ego over, you know, don't don't let the ego take over, man. Nah, do so, not. Yeah, so that's number seven. That's it. All right, so yeah, we'll read these back, man. And you know, I hope y'all got something out of this episode. This is a real honest one, right? You know what I'm saying? And I, I really want people to know, man. Like we're not perfect. Oh nah. Like we do records and certain shit come out, but you'd be surprised at the shit that happens to us. That like in the process of those records, yeah. in the process of making them, in the process of putting them out. Come on, we make mistakes. We get jerked. Yeah, you know, like we, we start things, we stop things, yeah. we have to abandon things. Yeah, like for my first film to come out, I hope people realize that I had to fail twice. Oh yeah, there was two joints I tried before the third one, mm-hmm. and so my third film is really my fucking my first film is really my third film. Yeah, right. that's how it has to be. Sometimes. That's how it has to be, right? Like nothing is perfect. So like I want people to see that, man. And the lesson is this: this is how you know when to get let go. Five reasons. Number one, when you realize that even when you win you lose number two when there is an obvious pivot if there's an obvious pivot you might have to get the fuck up out of there (laughs) number three when the project does not take you where you want to be number four when you're dealing with impossible people and number five when it becomes more about your ego than advancement yeah and uh 103 man yeah that's all bars all bars i hope y'all like this man and uh you know let us know in the comment section what y'all think of SoundCloud. that is <laughs> bless you got crazy for a minute there <laughs> damn but yeah um you know that's it that's it see y'all next week peace peace thank you for listening to super duty tough work subscribe to the podcast on itunes Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. Shoot, I got styles already that's more complex than nobody know about. I mean, super duty tough work. <laughs>